them them little dudes, they uh, I, I I like I like watching them punish. Me. Oh, I probably can't say, like punishing people. Yeah. <laughs> See those little black boxes? They're called telephones. I'm gonna let you on a little secret about these telephones. They're not gonna dial themselves. Would you like to ask a question right at this particular time? Would you like to do that? I've got one phone number and one nickel left. Well, start using it. Here comes the mailman. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. When you control the mail, you control information. Welcome back. Blues Clues, Steve. If you hadn't heard the big news yet, Blue Clue, Blues Clues, Steve, who's part of our intro there, the famous It's Mail Time song, did a video online today. He looks aged. He's like 42. And uh, he's like, boy, I haven't seen you guys in a long time. Remember when we used to play with our imagination and I just disappeared? He was like dad going out for cigarettes and not coming back kind of thing. So he did his apology video. Welcome to the Superwire Mail Sack. We'd never leave you. We wouldn't just disappear. It is the live call-in show brought to you by Sleeperwire, where we answer your questions about fantasy football. We have a phone number, and we're live. So if you call that number right now, you will jump the line and be able to ask questions to us, to our experts here, who I will introduce in just a second. The phone number, you can write it down, 207-40-SLEEP, 207-407-5337. Type that into your phone, and you will talk with one of the following, or all three of the following. Tonight on the show, all three from Sleeper Wire. I've got my performance-based expert back for another year. He decides to get out of the shot as soon as I start talking about him. It's Lucas at Sleeperwire LBB on Twitter. His name is uh, Primetime. Sorry, Primetime Lucas. Looking good. Looking like you got a uh, Scott Fish shirt there. What is that? Oh, this is yeah. This is an old Scott Fish. You know, just a little retro from a from a couple ago. And uh, figured it's about time to put that back on. It's been collecting dust, so it's much needed. On the other side, we got uh, one half of the, uh, I guess you call them the normal hosting crew for the podcast. That's Natter. He's up there. He's going to be answering your questions. He pushes button. He specializes in contrarian views, as I like to say. You can find him on Twitter at top tier tactics underscore. And then underneath the other half of the main hosting crew, the number one Australian fantasy NFL writer. And uh, you'll hear his voice all year on the podcast. It is Sheehan. And or Sheehan, as you told me earlier, you can find him on Twitter at Sheehan Solo. Uh, all right, guys, we already have some phone calls, and uh, hopefully the phones work today. We had a little bit of trouble last week, but let's go ahead and see who is on the line. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, caller. You have called the Sleep Wire Mail Sack. What is your question? What's going on, guys? Welcome back. Hey, uh, wait a minute. I think I know who this is. Um, uh, I don't remember the name. I recognize your voice, man. <laughs> uh, G- Gabe. Gabriel, Miami. yes. What's up, Gabe? How you doing, man? Yes. Hi. Good, good. So quick, uh, some quick questions for you. Um, so uh, right now I'm deciding between Edmonds and Kareem Hunt, PPR, um, this week. I mean, so, uh, let me check my rankings here. I don't know. Do, do, do you want to go fancy with Chase Edmonds that early? Or do you want to go with somebody we know is going to at least put up some sort of fantasy points in, uh, Ch- in uh, Cream Hunt? 
Um, you know, I actually have them very, very close in my rankings. I, I think I like Hunt. The, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Browns are likely to be trailing. Uh, game script's going to look good to get Hunt in the game and get him some uh, some easy PPR points. I'm going to have to agree. I like Kareem Hunt a lot more than Chase Edmonds. I mean, you already know Kareem Hunt. He's going to get his. He gets his goal line touches at the same time. Chase Edmonds, he's just an unknown factor. I'd rather stay away from that, especially on the first week of the season. Yep. Hunt for me as well. Only the Bucks gave up more receptions to running backs last year. Obviously, it's an imperfect system, but it's the best data we have. So give me Hunt in what should be a bit of a shootout. Okay, cool. And right. then right now I have uh, John Smith as my tight end. Again, PPR league. Um, and then I'm hearing all this buzz about um, Gerald Everett. He's on the waiver wire. You think he's he's a he's a pickup, or should I stay uh, with John Smith? I wouldn't feel especially confident starting Smith this week. I know he and Henry have both been banged up, and his ankle injury from last year is lingering a bit. Obviously, you've spent a bit more capital to get Smith on your roster. I really like Gerald Everett this year. I think he's going to be their third uh, pass catching uh, option. They only really took two wide receivers in after the the end of the cuts. I think it's probably a wash this year. Um, but I think for the security of knowing that it's going to be Everett as the guy each week, as opposed to trying to pick which is a Smith week, which is a Henry week, give me Gerald Everett. Yeah, uh, neither of them are, in my opinion, very enticing options. Uh, but you know, one one of them I'm expecting in, expecting them to roll out two tight ends, and uh, of course, you know, they they don't necessarily have a defined pass catcher on the set, on the team, and even a potential pass thrower, I'm going to go on the opposite side and uh, trust Russell Wilson a little bit more. Should I drop Janu or should I? The thing is, my bench is there's no one worth dropping for them except for, like, you know, a handcuff to my Antonio Gibson, which is like J.D. McKissick. Um, so, like, what what would you guys do there? Unless I just drop Janu and just pick up Gerald Everett and just, you know, ride with Gerald Everett for the for, for, you know, foreseeable future. Yeah, Sheehan, would you drop him? Would you do a straight one-to-one? It's a tough one. According to uh, what I'm looking at here, the Patriots have the seventh easiest schedule for tight ends over the next couple of weeks. But as we said, str- or as I said, struggling with injuries and you don't know who's going to get the work. Um, so maybe maybe hold him this week. And if he, if he bombs out, then um, pick him up next week. But I'd be... Um, I'd probably be happy to go with Everett, drop him to go with Everett. But as I say, if you spent the draft capital on Jono Smith, there's nothing wrong with giving him a go for a week as well. What about you, Lucas? How do you feel over there? Um, you know, I'm honestly, I'm a little indifferent between the two. I don't think that either of them are going to set the world on fire, on fire this week or season long. So I think that you spent the draft capital on Jonu. I think you have to at least keep him for a week and, and see how that goes. Um, you know, I know Wilson has connected with his tight ends in the past and, and they've been big, big players. So if it actually, if it were me, I think that I might go ahead and drop McKissick and, and have both tight ends and then kind of see which one, and then possibly drop one of them after a couple of weeks. Uh, if, if one of them separates from the other. Really? So you drop McKissick? Mm-hmm. Ah. I think I would. He's not the true handcuff for Gibson. So yeah, I think you could say that. So you could drop him. If Gibson went down yeah, this I don't week, think it'd they... be a split between him and Patterson. Okay. Um, all right. Thanks for that. And then just one last question. Who who is who do you guys think 
Uh, I know what the death chart says, but who is the backup to Austin Eckler? I think it's Justin Jackson. He looked the best last year. I think that you would see a lot of exactly what you saw last season, and you're never going to be comfortable just starting one of the guys. Justin Jackson would probably be the uh, lead back, but I mean, uh, Joshua Kelly was extremely underwhelming, so I'd have to agree with you there. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that was all I had. Um, Like I said, uh, thank you for everything, and and uh, I'll definitely be calling you guys next week. All right, Gabe. Thanks for calling in, man. Always good to hear from a loyal fan. Uh, Gabe calls in a lot, so always glad to help. Oh, we got another uh, return caller here. I remember this guy from previous shows. It is Oswaldo. Oswaldo, you are on the Sleepwire Mail Sack. What is your first question of the new season, buddy? What's going on? First of all, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. I have a trade offer. Okay. So I pull the trigger. Here it goes. So I have Gus Edwards and I have uh, Higby. Higby's my second tight end. Uh, my first tight end is uh, Pitt. So I'm really thin at, at running back. Um, so I got offered Jacobs for those two guys, two for one. What do y'all think about that? Gus Edwards and Higby for Josh Jacobs, just to, just to make sure. Gus, uh, Gus Edwards and Higby for uh, Jacobs in the, in the PPR league. I think I'd rather have Gus Edwards. Yeah, yep. I don't, I don't, especially in a PPR. I, I don't know that there's, that's really much of an upgrade there. Josh Jacobs doesn't cast patches. There's no Kenyon Drake there. Eh, I'm not, I'm not happy about that. Yeah, I'd I'd okay. much prefer um, the Gus bus there as well. Yeah, I was trying to get uh, Jonathan Taylor from him, but he he, he countered with uh, Jacobs. So I was just like, you know what, Jacobs sounds interesting. Uh, I might just pass then. I do have an important question. I gotta drop somebody. I don't know who to drop. I gotta so I can pick up a defensive player. Uh, here are my choices. I got Sony Michelle on my bench. Dylan. Hubbard, uh, St. Brown, Elijah Moore, Higby. And I need to drop one guy unless I just say F it and just roll with what what I have and to see what these guys do, you know what I mean, before I drop them. Um, I don't like Tyler Higby very much. I think he may be the uh, my drop candidate. I don't know if you guys have a different opinion. Sean Hoot, I want to hear, I'm curious who you think here. The Hubbard for uh, me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot going to happen for Hubbard. I mean, you're you're hoping that McCaffrey's going to go down. Um, that's that's just kind of a, a lottery ticket there. So I think that there you can actually get value out of Higby in some sort of a trade to somebody that has that doesn't have much going on at tight end. Um, so I think Hubbard would probably be where I would lean. Got you, got you. All right. So um, I think that's about it. Um, what do y'all think about my uh, starting lineup? I got Herbert's quarterback, James Robinson, Gus Edwards, Metcalf as receiver one, receiver two, Diggs, tight end Pitts, uh, uh, Flex. I got Deontay Johnson. Then I got a uh, Trey Sermon as another flex position. Should I switch anybody out? Like either Trey Sermon or something. Trey Sermon doesn't Trey entice Sermon. me. But who's who's left on the bench that we could potentially? Sorry, can you repeat the bench one more time? I got uh, Sony Michelle. I got Dylan. I got uh, Saint Brown, the the Lions receiver Elijah Moore. Or I could plug in uh, Higby as well. Shit, I think I'd rather have Higby or oh, yeah. or Sony. Sorry. Yeah, I think 
Sony this week against Chicago, or I'm a big fan of Elijah Moore, but it's always hard as a rookie. Um, Sermon's as good as anyone. You could see if uh, your trading partner would budge on um, Sermon and Higby for Jonathan Taylor. Should I do a three for one? I mean, I mean, uh, well, he's a counter with Jacobs. I'm trying to get uh, Taylor from him. I know he's weak. Yeah. At end. That's why I offered him uh, Higby. You, you, well, you might, you might have to offer him Pitts if you're wanting to get Jonathan Taylor. It might have to be Pitts and Pitts and, and guess the bus because I'm sure he spent a pretty, pretty high draft capital to get him. And at this point, I don't think there's many people that that a three for one is going to be very enticing because they just drafted. So that means that they're going to have to choose two of their players they just drafted to drop. So. Yeah, I, I can't imagine anybody ever trading away Jonathan. They, they spent a first round on Jonathan Taylor. Just try it. Try it with Pitts first because yeah. you spent. You know, there's more value there. Okay. All right, guys. Appreciate it. You could do it, Oswaldo. You art of the deal. Use the art of the deal. Thank you for calling, buddy. All right, phone lines are wide open right now, guys. If you want to call in and talk to us with your questions for Week One start sit, maybe you already got a trade in in the works like Oswaldo did. And you want us to uh, look at your trade or just your general lineup? Maybe we already have a waiver wire question. You're looking ahead like three or four weeks. Strength of schedule stuff. Whatever you want to talk about. Two zero seven four zero seven five three three seven two zero seven forty. Sleep on your phone. Just spell it out. Let's take a few questions while we wait for another phone call. Uh, let's see. We got some calls or some questions from the Sleeper app. I put the uh, notice out there today. Mr. Frost was the first one to respond. He says, Orale, si, senor. So I guess he wants to hear, uh, si, senor. And I got a touch screen now on my sound Ooh. effect. I'm going to try it. Check this out. Si, senor! Si, senor! Si, senor! Si, senor! All right, that was for Mr. Frost. Park had a question. This was a couple days old, so he maybe already know what he wants to do here, but it is a trade question. His Keenan Allen for my Kittle. Would you guys do that trade? It all seems like um, a lot of the comments already were saying, don't do the trade. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it depends on the, the, the type of format, but I mean, I'd rather have Keenan Allen than George Kittle. Well, I have, see, and when it's just as basic though, I mean, if we're just talking from a pure value standpoint, but I, you know, I need to know who are you going to play at tight end if you get rid of Kittle. And I need to know how weak are your wide receivers. Yeah. What's you know what what are you moving out to? So what's your upgrade at wide receiver to get Keenan Allen versus what your downgrade is going to be over Kittle? So I'm probably going to lean no without having more information. Now, if you have a really good second tight end, then you think you can probably go ahead and do that. You could probably get a slightly better wide receiver than Keenan Allen, but that's that's where I'm at. Sugar Booga eighty seven Stafford or Trevor Lawrence. Um, let's, let's look at this in the, in the frame of, let's say first three, first four weeks. Um, are you trusting Trevor Lawrence straight off the bat or do you feel good about Stafford's position right now? I'll take Stafford throughout the whole year. Lucas, I'll let you. I think Stafford is, is in a pretty good spot here also. Um, but actually this week, I think I would rather play Trevor Lawrence. And the uh, question was Stafford or Trevor Lawrence. We're kind of looking at it as a as a season long, um, but if you have opinions like beginning of the season towards you know middle, maybe Trevor Lawrence. Does he appeal to you later on in the season when he gets more used to things? Or what, what are your thoughts on these two players? I'd like Lawrence this week against Houston. 
but Stafford basically every other week after that until Lawrence plays Houston again. Nice. It's, it's just such a juicy matchup. It really is. All right. Yes, T wants to know which two wide receivers do I keep as starters every week? So it's a half point PPR. We'll just assume that um, you're going to start two of these and maybe he can throw one in the flex, but let's just lock down his, his every week starters. T Higgins, Jacoby Myers, uh, Corey Davis, Chenault, Callaway, and Waddle. I guess matchup purposes, Chenault against Houston probably be one of the better options. And then T Higgins against Minnesota would probably be also the second best matchup I would be attacking. But this is a very weak wide receiver core. Yeah, it there's is. not two in there that I Every week you can lock in. This is going to be a uh, shuffled. I think there's an argument for Callaway against Green Bay. Green Bay weren't a great defense last year, and the Saints are going to have to keep up with Rodgers. Um, I'm a big fan of Myers. He'll see a lot of targets. I'm not a. F- he really still can't catch the ball. He catches like he's played quarterback most of his life, which makes sense. Um, but Higgins is the only one I would consider as probably a weekly locked and loaded starter. Everyone else here playing the matchups. Yeah, well, with Callaway, if Jair Alexander follows him around, then I would I would stay away from that matchup. Higgins is the only guy we really feel good about. Otherwise, it's going to be call every week. So call in, yes, T, with your matchups every week. <laughs> uh, Gordito, streaming tight ends weekly. If you don't get a top six tight end, which heavily unrostered guys to pick up for week one? So we're looking at week one streaming tight ends if you didn't land somebody good here. I'm going to go with our man Gabe and say Gerald Everett. I like that. Um I uh, maybe Cole uh Cole Komet. I like Cole Komet. I agree with that one. Gordito also wants to know best less than thirty five percent rostered running backs to pick up as insurance. So if you guys I mean thirty five percent is a a specific number. I don't know how quickly that is to pull up, but um let's say like you know Mark guys that Mark Ingram. Have yeah, like haven't been drafted at all. Uh, Ty, Ty, Ty Johnson, I think he's also a, a very good one. Yeah, Nat, I agree with Nata. He's not even insurance. I think he's going to be the guy, and he's probably on your waiver wire right now. Uh, if you're looking for someone as insurance, Jarrett Patterson for Gibson. But as we said earlier in the show, if Gibson were to go down, it's going to be a split between Patterson and McKissick anyway. I'm a big Malcolm Brown fan also. Yep. he's He moved from the Rams over to the Dolphins, and I actually think he's better than Gaskin. Oh, I like that take. That's a hot one. Is that a hot one? That is a hot one. Well, it's a hot one. (laughs) Heads up. Hot take coming through. Uh, Black Jesus wants to know, would you start Woods and Cup at uh, wide receiver and flex position in half point? Benches T. Higgins, Claypool, Sutton, and Galladay. So he's already got a wide receiver one. He's thinking about starting Robert Woods and Cooper Cup at – wide receiver two and flex in half point. So he's going to go all in Rams wide receivers this week. So I have, go ahead, Shane. No, no, man. Uh, I mean, I have done this before. I went to a draft once and I took Robert Woods in the fourth. And then I saw Cooper cup there in the fifth. This was last year. And I took both of them and he, they were my wide receiver one and two. I won the championship that year. So, I mean, I've done it. I don't necessarily hundred percent recommend it. But I mean that that offense with Jared Goff supported two wide receiver ones, and when when Brandon Cooks was there, that was another wide receiver one. So I mean that offense can support three wide receiver ones. I don't see why not with a Matthew Stafford there. I was just going to say that I'm not certain that I would start both of them against Chicago this week. I might. Mm, that's tough. But uh, yeah, but like if you if you separate them, 
they're both of them are better than every receiver he has on his roster. But the problem is, is when you put them together, it, it becomes a little scary to do. That's an embarrassment of riches at the receiver position. If he's looking for a wide receiver two and a flex out of that, and that's his bench. That's a he's in a pretty good position. I think there's an argument to be made for Claypool. We don't know who Tredavious White is going to be covering, and if that's Johnson or Smith Schuster, then I think we could see a big game from Claypool. Um, but you know, the the Rams are going to be productive offense. You get two thirds of their wide receiver output there. You could do worse, I think, than starting both of them. What about um, what about Woods and Higgins? Minnesota's high, not a terrible matchup. High floor, low ceiling, maybe. You could definitely do it. I'm, I'm definitely not against it. Yeah, I probably have. Yeah, like you said, Woods wide receiver too, and then T Higgins would definitely be a solid flex. I do, I do think Cup is better than T Higgins, but you know, starting two players on the same team definitely isn't uh, comfortable. I'd start, I'd start uh, Cup over Woods for what it's worth. I think he's got a slightly high ceiling. Okay. Now, is that specifically just for this matchup against the Bears, or do you think that that will continue season long? I think season long, Cup's going to be the guy. But I love. They're both going to be fantastic. They'll probably finish with 150 yards between them, but I like Cup's touchdown upside a little bit more. Even though Woods has more touchdowns? Yes, that's correct. That's a primetime game too. I mean, that's you're putting all your eggs in one basket for Sunday night football, which isn't isn't a bad thing. It's fun, but, I mean, it could be stressful week one. I don't know if you want to put yourself in that kind of stressful position yet, um, Black Jesus, but that's a lot, a lot of information to digest there. Jones, 345, wants us to rate his team. Uh, do you guys all have the Google notes open so you can see this team? I want to read it. Okay. So give this guy just a letter grade, I guess we give him a letter grade or maybe a one out of 10. How many, what what do you think his final record's going to be? Let's do it that way. What's his final record with this team? Okay. So let's see. Zeke, Calvin Ridley, Patrick Mahomes, Gus Edwards, T Higgins, Claypool, Henderson, Corey Davis, Tyler Higby, Trey Sermon, Tolly Pollard, Rams defense, and then, uh, Harrison Bucker is the kicker. Okay. So, I mean, I think it's a B plus. Yeah. I like it. For a PPR, um, none of the running backs are PPR monsters by any means. Yeah. Um, the wide receiving core is pretty good. Obviously, you can't really do much better than Mahomes. Um, Higby's decent. So, I mean, it's a it's a good, solid team. It's not one that people, you know, that everyone in the league is going to look at and just be like, "Oh my gosh, I can like I do I just want to I'm not even going to watch football this week because I'm playing this team." But it's a good team that on any given week can beat any other team. Yeah, you should go into your weeks pretty confident. I mean, Zeke is a little questionable, but I mean, you took him at 107, so it's not like you had a good pick to, to be able to maneuver around. Uh, yeah, I mean, so yeah, B plus, I like it. I think this is a sub 500 roster. I don't think there's enough. Really? I think in PPR, I don't think there's enough, uh, as an RB2. And I don't think the wide receiver, uh, core is strong enough to compensate for that. I think it's sort of a middling roster around, like Zeke. Obviously, should be a top 12 running back. Calvin Ridley could be the overall wide receiver one. Patrick Holmes could be the QB one. I think it falls away very quickly there. I mean, Gus Edwards obviously drafted since the JD, uh, JD, what's it, JK Dobbins injury. That's probably a bit of a reach in the fourth. You know, Higgins could be okay. Chase Claypool does have a high ceiling, but it falls away very quickly. I think it's, there's a lot of like 10 point guys and not a lot of ceiling. Yeah, but, Jim, but what, would you, what would you do to fix it? Like, if this was your team and 
what, what would be the first like trade you would look for to, to do? Who would you get rid of? I would be selling high if any of those running backs, your Gus Edwards, your Daryl Henderson, I don't even know if he's going to play this week, uh, Trey Sermon, even if Tony Pollard gets more uh, carries than you might expect, sell high on any of them after week one if they have a big week uh, and try and get maybe a higher, um, like a, a second RB. Maybe you could probably get um, Joe Mixon, someone like that, who's got a bit more of a locked-in workload. I know you hate him, Nada. Uh, um, and sort of just hope that between Higgins and Claypool, you can kind of graft out a pretty reliable top end wide receiver two, bottom end at wide receiver one, but play that waiver wire. You, Terrace Marshall looked good, but he's still got two names ahead of him. We don't know what Donald's going to look like in that offense. So if there are people who blow up, he would be a name that I possibly look to drop early. Uh, I really like him, but I'm not sure what his value is this year. Savon Ahmed might not, see the light of day, unfortunately. So he's another one you could look for maybe a, a streaming running back or a, a, if you like a, a streaming wide receiver to come in and see if someone can hit and stick. Uh, hopefully this guy um, can make some moves and, and start to uh, get himself up. Maybe try and find a stack for Patrick Mahomes. If you can get your hands on Hill or Kelsey or someone like that, they're not going to cost you a pretty penny, but I think in weak team stacks go a long way in, in winning close matchups. All right, there you go. Um, we got It's the One has a question. I don't know why my screen is zooming in. I'm in a standard 12 with five-point bonuses for players that get over 100 yards. Need some help with my wide receiver, too. Who would you recommend starting between Michael Pittman, Brandon Cooks, Devonta Smith, Elijah Moore, and Marcus Calloway? God, so let's do this for week one. Um, who's going to crack the century mark week one here? Calloway. Callaway has the best chance, but I don't think he has a good chance. I mean, none of them have a good chance. No, none of them do. This is disgusting. I like I be, like Pittman as a talent, but would it be beyond the realm of possibility to see Cooks get like an eleven for a hundred and one and no touchdown game or something like that with all the trash that the, the Texans wheel out, or even Devonta Smith for maybe like a couple of long plays against the Falcons? Yeah, I mean, Cooks could hit a hundred yards on. Five catches, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Cooks the most. That should be a pretty high-scoring game, and they're. It, it might be a bit like the um, bit, bit like the Pro Bowl, high-scoring with not a lot of defense. So. I was going to say the Trash Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, Brandon? Yes, Cooks. okay. I, I'm good with Cooks. I I'm, I like Callaway, but Cooks is a close second for me. So. Brandon Cooks it is. Uh, phone lines are wide open, guys. If you want to call, the number is on the screen. If you're watching, two zero seven four zero sleep. Two zero seven four zero seven five three three seven, and you can call in right now. Phone lines are wide open. I was expecting Jesus to call. I would like to hear from Curtis. Um, I'd like to hear from DJ. Uh, who, who's Cole's our Raiders? Who, who's our Raiders fan? That's Jesus. He called last week. That's Jesus. Okay. Yeah, yeah we don't I like think, Raiders fans. No, we we love Jesus. We love Jesus. <laughs> He's been a Raiders fan. His team's moved cities, and he's still a Raiders fan. I love that. Um, I think this might be his question here. I don't know what this is. Danger Zone 21. You get entrance music because you have a cool screen name. Do I make any changes? PPR League. Also, I need to drop one for an IDP spot. So you guys can see his lineup on the screen. I will give the listeners a quick rundown justin herbert james robinson gus edwards uh we got metcalf Diggs. Pitts. he called in he called yeah, this in was, oh this, this is okay 
Yeah. Oh, this is Oswaldo. Okay, okay. Never mind. Oswaldo's Danger Zone 21. <laughs> now I know I will give him the entrance music next time. All right, so here's a question. Um, who should I start at Flex? Fournette, Gage, or Elijah Moore this week, first week? PPR. Fournette, Gage, or Elijah Moore? You know, Fournette goes against the Cowboys. I feel like uh, any time an RB goes like against the Cowboys. Against, against my Cowboys, I like it. Yeah. All right, we got uh, right here, The Rock, actually. I think I know who that is. Uh, I got his Shout out, Dwayne. Yeah, I got, I got, I got. The Rock is cooking. All right, Dwayne Johnson wants to know. Hey guys, PPR, choose a wide receiver and a flex. OBJ, Aguilar, Jamar Chase, Ruggs, Devonta Smith, Sermon, Lindsey, Jones, White, James White. Sorry. Got okay. Yeah. O- OBJ, OBJ, yep. and then let's see a flex. I think Henry Ruggs against Baltimore is half a chance. I'd, you know, I'd rather go Aguilar. I'd rather go the baby dropper. No, nah, I don't like gosh. don't like his chances. To drop a baby? No, that's a pretty high chance. Oh, that's one hundred percent. If this yeah. is, he doesn't say whether it's a uh, points per baby's dropped league, but obviously, mm-hmm. if it is, Aguilar right at the top. There you go. Trey Sermon <laughs> is interesting. The 49ers have a pretty good matchup this week. Yeah, if if it was Raheem Moser, you know, I'd, I'd be licking my chops right now. Trey Sermon, I, I still don't feel comfortable with him. I think I'd go Chase. Yeah, speaking of drops. And Jamar Chase. OBJ and Jamar Chase, The Rock. There you go. DAJ has a question. Tannehill or Cousins week one? Tannehill. Every day of the week. All 17 games. Ooh. Who have they got? They got Cardinals. Yeah, I think – actually, I think Cousins has a pretty decent start to the season, if I'm not mistaken. I still take Tannehill. Yeah, me too. Dalvin's a monster. They they, want to run the ball. Yeah, I was going to say, shout out to our friends in the South. I'm going to take Cousins. Dan Rice, I am being offered Ayuk, James Conner, and a 2022 fourth for Higgins and Mike Davis. Half point dynasty. What are your thoughts on this trade? 2022nd fourth for that's basically like a, a trash player. I don't even count that. Okay. So would you rather have Ayuk or Higgins and then Connor uh, or Mike Davis? I think if you're contending Higgins and Davis, if you're rebuilding, actually probably Higgins and Davis. I like James Conner more than I actually. I hate them both equally. Mike Davis is going to give you a better chance to win your games this no, year, but Mike, he's not going to have long-term value. But I still think Ayuk is better than Higgins. Yeah, long-term. So I think I'd want... rather have Higg- uh, I think Higgins and Davis for me, just because I I don't think that there's well, it, it is tough. Higgins will either be a one to a one with Joe Burrow. They're still or a two, or a two behind Jamar Chase. Well, I think Boyd will be out of town after this year. If we're, looking lo- if we're looking long-term. Yeah, but, I mean, are they ever going to get away from the run game? Yeah, and Trey Lance looking is just going to being, Yeah, and Ayuk, you know, he's still, to me, he's, who's, who's going to get more tar- targets, Ayuk or Kittle? And Debo Samuel is back, and if he's fit, then he and Ayuk are sharing the same gadget plays yep. as well. Yep, I don't I don't know. I, give, me, give me Higgins and Davis, because That's I just bad. don't think that James Conner is going to matter Mike, n- neither Connor or Mike Davis are going to matter long term, but Mike Davis is going to give you more this year, and the fourth doesn't matter. Give me, give me Higgins. A fourth Higgins is one of those Davis. things you throw in if you're using a trade calculator, and you're like, "Look, yeah. see, the points are even." Hello, that gets a no, senor. That's a no, 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 no trade. Senor! No, senor! <laughs> no, senor! No, senor! No, senor! 
All right, and then finally, we got the Stan T, who simply says, hey, guys. Hey, Stan. What's up, hey, Stan? Stan, cool, good Stan. to hear from you. Uh, phone lines are open for about three more, 30 more seconds. Guys, if you have any last-minute questions, if you did listen to the show or you're listening on recording and the phone number isn't working, you can send us questions uh, several different ways. You can go to sleeperwire.com. There is a form on there. You just fill it out, and it shoots it straight to the email. We'll try to answer your questions uh, via email. Also, you can find us on uh, Twitter, of course, at Sleepwire Show. All right, I guess that's it. I don't see any more calls. We don't have any more questions in the queue. And we've only got, uh, I think, uh, two of our mothers are watching, it seems like. That's there's two viewers right now. Everybody's dumped off. So let's go ahead and wrap it up for the day. Uh, appreciate <laughs> you guys tuning in. Um, it's going to get better, talent. Don't worry, okay? Like once we get into the season, there will be many more phone calls. It's week one. Everybody thinks they know what they're doing right now. Just wait till it gets to about week four and you're one and three and you're like, oh boy. What was that phone number again? I need to call my sleeper wire guys. Get a little help. Curtis will call in and everything will be okay. Uh, we will preach. I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate, uh, Natter joining us and Sheehan as well. They are off to record a new podcast right after this. It'll be out in a couple of days. Lucas, once again, thank you for joining us. You can find these guys on Twitter. You can find Lucas at sleepwire LBB. You can find Sheehan at Sheehan solo and you can find Natter at top tier tactics underscore. I am producer Steve and I am wrapping up the show now with the sleepwire outro music. Like I said, guys, follow us on Twitter at sleepwire show. Facebook groups, Sleepwire Fantasy Football Club, and, of course, Sleepwire Channel on the Sleeper app. Get that app. It is the best app for updates, news, and uh, actually really good live tracking scoring as well if you're not using it for your fantasy league. All right, we'll be back next week, 7 p.m. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Sleepwire Network for the Mail Sack. Good luck week, what, guys? Enjoy the start of the 2021 season.